Hello and welcome. My name is Nicole. I'm a yoga teacher, and this is your podcast all around the topics of yoga, health, mindfulness, and personal growth. Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. We are still in Corona times, so I hope you're doing okay so far and I am here for you with a new episode, which is again an interview that I did with my friend Selina, who actually just started an IGTV series, uh, so on Instagram, during this lockdown period on uh, mindfulness and spirituality and personal growth. And it's super, super nice with so many learnings in it. So I can really highly recommend watching these videos. Also, Selena is so beautiful and you can um, find all her videos on her Instagram. Um, I'll put her names in the show notes. And Selena and I, we met in Cape Town last year completely randomly. So it was in a coffee place um, where she was sitting next to me. And so we kind of got into a conversation and then we ended up just talking about our whole lives and our visions and... It was actually really crazy because we just didn't know each other at all. But right away, I felt such a strong connection to her and we were just so like-minded. And I'm so happy that I had her here on my podcast. And Selena tells super, super honest about her life journey, how she ended up becoming a model in Cape Town. And she really just gave up her total like complete life uh, back in Switzerland and is now following her vision of helping children and changing the educational system and this is definitely one of the most inspiring stories on my podcast so far so I hope um, you will enjoy it I think especially people who maybe feel stuck in their life right now and need a little push to really change something that could be for you so stay tuned and enjoy this wonderful interview hi selena oh my god it's so nice to see your face even though it's not in real life only on zoom but it's so so nice i'm super grateful we're here we're doing this and yeah welcome to my podcast Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely one of the most um, positive and inspiring persons that I know. And we met in Cape Town um, about half a year ago almost now. And it was quite a coincidence that we met, actually. I remember I was sitting in a coffee place and started talking and started doing some yoga afterwards <laughs> and yeah yes that was so amazing i really remember this day exactly how we met and it was such an inspiring talk yeah. with you and yes it was really really also motivating me to 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 do my things what i'm doing right now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i got so inspired hearing about your whole journey and that's that's definitely what we have to start with you need to tell us everything about you we want to get to know you we want to hear your story how did it happen that you ended up in cape town okay wow that's really really a long story and um yes i don't know how to start where to start but um 
first maybe something about me personally quick. Um, yes, so my name is Selina and I'm 29. I'm turning 30 this year. Uh, I can't believe it. That's already 30. I feel still like forever 21. <laughs> and yeah, so um, I grew up in Switzerland. I was growing up in a big, big family because um, I'm adopted because when I was a kid, like two months, no, two weeks, my my real mom, she died because of cancer. And that's the reason why I got adopted to a Swiss family. But originally I'm from Martinique, from Caribbean and um, also German. So, but when I was like, um, Yes, two, two weeks old, I already got um, adopted. And the most beautiful thing about this is that actually my moms, they knew each other when I, like when she died. They already know, knew each other. They were friends. And yes, I'm also like the one, the only colored one in my family. And my siblings and my parents, they're white. And this also was like, something that accompanied me my whole life this like that I was different yes that to me and in my profession I'm a teacher I'm a primary school teacher I um, started teaching with when I was 24 and before that I was working in offices and in a bank and different things, but I was not satisfied at all. That's why I started with 24, a new education, and then I became a teacher. Yes. Two years ago, when I was 28, like something that never happened before in my life happened. So um, I'm sure everybody everybody is like experienced different things in their life that is like an eye opener or um, a hardship or something. And for me, it, it sounds maybe silly, but it, it was actually the turning point that everything started to, to propel forward in my life. And it was a silly exam. I didn't pass. Like I was really always so good at school I, and I was never failing and for me failure was not part of my life back then and then I had to pass one exam actually it was an English exam <laughs> now we're speaking in English it's so silly. but I had to have this degree for my teacher at um, certification and for my studies and I failed six times. Like I was failing oh my God. every every second week again and again and again. I was like, come on, how is this possible? Because I know English, I know how to express myself, to write and everything, but it didn't work out. And um, I really started to to doubt myself and my self-esteem was like super low. And I was like almost giving up internally. And I was thinking like, how is this possible? Because I was studying so hard. I did anything and I paid and paid and paid and spent money and money, but it never worked out. And, and then one day I was like in a shop and then suddenly I attracted a book. And this book said like, from today, I'm not stressing out anymore, something like that translated. So in this book, suddenly, 
um, I came across new approaches, like um, about self-esteem, self-belief, and I started to read this book, and it was actually so such a coincidence because this book was like um, a guidance for twenty, like a journal for twenty-one days, and in this mm. in twenty-one days, I supposed to have the next exam. So mm. I did actually every day one of these tasks and it was so amazing this book because this book taught me um, different things for example um, focus on the positive things affirmation I've never heard about affirmation like positive affirmation what's that I was thinking and then you could cut out some nice affirmation like um, such as I believe in myself I can do it I'm good enough I'm strong, I'm capable of doing it. And all the things I was like reading and I was like, wow, that's powerful. And then I put them on my, on the mirror and mm -hmm. every morning I was saying it out loud and looking in the mirror and I was really following the guidance from this book. And they also said you have to, to go in nature and reconnect and do meditation and yoga and all the things and I was like I didn't know anything about this before and then I kept doing it and I felt so comfortable and really like ah oh, that's so good and I was not even thinking anymore about English I totally let it go <laughs> I laid back and did my spiritual things <laughs> I didn't even know that was spirituality so and then on my seventh time like after this 21 days I went to this exam and I was so I felt so great and so confident and strong and I was thinking ha nothing can happen everything always works out and I had my affirmation in my head and I trusted myself and life that everything's gonna work out and yeah so at the end I, I passed it even better than I had to pass and then that was like quite before I decided to travel because I had to decide either I go to an English speaking country to really ex pass this exam or my heart desire was to go to Colombia to learn another language, mm -hmm. Spanish. And then, yes, then the whole journey started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I went to Colombia in 2018 in February. I, I quit my job. First time in my entire life, I really left my old environment behind and started to surround myself with new people because my entire life I was surrounding myself with the same people, like with the people I grew up with, my friends from school, with my family, with my like always the same, like typical Swiss people. Um, nothing against Swiss people but it was just like a, a, another culture and I always felt not part of it because not only because of my skin color but also my spirit I felt that there is something that resides in me but I never had the ability to fully express it I also felt like not connected to to culture like I'm coming from originally like to colored people or to more exotic people. I never had this connection to them, never. And then my, my, I had my first boyfriend and he was mixed like me, colored, and he had like a lot of 
Brazilian friends and friends from Spain and like really multicultural people. And I was always like, I'm not part of them. <laughs> then I went to Colombia and there I was on my own. I mean, I was traveling many times and I went to holidays with friends, but on my own alone, it was my first time. And then in Colombia, like, there everything started my, my my entire entire life started to to be different become different and the first thing what happened was like i was there and i was working with kids and that was so fulfilling and, and I, i started to see that that we in switzerland have so many things and we forget about the the values and that we should appreciate it and that we don't have to take it for granted and um, there really I had a new perspective towards life suddenly also because of this opposite of life you know I was suddenly in an opposite environment where different things counted not anymore the superficial things more than what what really counts in life the true values and who you are and not what you possess or what you have and for me this was like a huge eye-opener because I was not used to that. Um, another thing what changed was like I broke up the relationship. I never was thinking that I'm able to break up the relationship during a travel where I'm alone. I don't know anyone, but I had this hard feeling that I had to do it to grow and to move forward and to fully evolve. And yes, in Colombia, I just changed the environment and suddenly people saw the uniqueness in me, saw the light in me, saw that I'm capable of doing so many things that I have a lot of gifts and things that I never saw in myself before and people never told me that. And back home, people were always like more making fun of my hair and also like of my skin color or that I was so tall and skinny legs and um, yeah so I was always different not only because of my appearance but also from my spirit I was like super vivid and energetic and loud and like oh, <laughs> happy mm -hmm. but yes I always wanted to be same as my environment back home in Switzerland I was straightening my hair like 28 years my entire life I was going um, in the shade because I didn't want to be more brown. I, I, I was really embarrassed to be so dark or black when, I, when it was summertime or I was embarrassed to open my hair and to have curls. And um, that was really something deep, deep in my, in, in my heart, in my soul. And then in Colombia, my first time, I, opened my hair I, I left my hair natural and my, my curls and um, I got oh god and I have tears in my eyes oh, I, <laughs> I got compliments for my skin color yeah. that's so nice oh and it's just it makes me cry too oh, because you know you're you're seriously Selena is really one of the most beautiful women I know and it's just horrible to hear you know that you felt that in your own skin because there's no reason at all for you to do that so that's so yes. so so nice to hear that you discovered that <laughs> yes and yes so 
that was like I was a really different person in Switzerland. I was like completely not a person. I was gossiping. I was talking behind people's back. I was manipulating people. I was always searching for um, people to blame on or like looking in the from in the outside for excuses or um i had a low self-esteem to be honest and i i was like i had not really healthy habits i was eating shit and crap <laughs> i um didn't practice like sports so frequently as i do now i was lazy and watching television a lot and not really i had not a healthy mindset and in, in colombia there everything started and yeah, so when I came back in after Colombia, I was literally like brainwashed. Was what people told me. <laughs> so um, I was so afraid and scared to come back because I was completely reborn, a new person, and um, this was the first like first struggle to overcome the first obstacle like to to deal with the new surrounding back with my new mindset back home in the old environment you know and mm. you first think it's okay you have your family member and your best friends but actually <laughs> i realized that even family members and the closest friends you used to have they were like thinking you're brainwashed or oh she's just in a phase of life and um he's coming back to normal soon and all these things and i was so afraid to come back because i didn't know where to go because i i i was thinking i'm alone back home i had a few friends lucky me i had a few friends they were understanding and compassionate and they tried to encourage me following my heart and my, my, my passion and my purpose and path. And I started to read and to do self-development things and coachings and different things to, to, to grow. Mm. And it was amazing. And I was really like, so, so happy to experience that. And I started to, to create new habits, new healthy habits. I stopped eating meat i stopped watching television like stupid television i i i um had my routines and um yes many many positive things i created in my life um what happened is when i came home from colombia i just had such a urge feeling that there's more in life than just that what it was before and i i knew that i'm here for a bigger high purpose but i didn't know exactly why and how and what purpose for um but the only thing what i knew back then is that i want to help people but how i want to help people i didn't know yet so um i started to do different things and i just knew that i wanted to to help people and the world to become a better place. And so my, my journey continued. And um, I get, went back to teaching as a teacher. And I had a really nice time also with the kids and I could apply new things and I could strengthen them, their self-esteem because I had really two tough classes. 
um, with kids with really, really low self-esteem, um, then something other really bad happened. What um, was again really like a, a powerful and traumatic experience for me. So what, what was happening is that I was teaching in two different classes, in the third grade and in the fourth grade, right? Mm -hmm. And in both classes, I actually had kids. They didn't want to live anymore. In one class, I had one kid. In another class, I had another kid that wanted to do suicide even. And for me, this, even when I now think about it, it's like this situation was traumatic and it just broke my heart to see kids suffering in age of eight and nine suffering already from depression and they suffer from um, lack of self-esteem and um, they think they are not good enough and i went home it was a friday after this i had to finish classes and this weekend i remember i had like like a like an insight or something like from universe or god or whatever and I knew that I have to do something that kids are happy kids. Yes, it just <laughs> broke my heart. Yeah, I can so then. imagine. I think whenever you see something with children and suffering and oh, it's the worst. I can't handle it's that the either. Worst. Yeah. How is it possible yeah. that already kids suffer? I mm. mean, they should be so playful and so childlike and happy and not concerned and living the best life right yeah. and i saw this and this was for me like kind of the calling that like there has to happen something and so i started with these classes i started to do things that i i did on my journey when i um started to to my whole journey so i started to do like affirmation with the kids i started to do like um, i created small gratitude and appreciation booklets where they could write down what they're grateful for and what they appreciated today what they did good today i tried that they really start to focus on the bright side of life on the positive side because they were like so conditioned that everything is bad and negative even me as a teacher i mean when i have to to correct an exam what do i do i cross what's wrong i focus on the negative and this belief system that the focus on the negative was so deep in the kids and also like in general in our society so i tried to to change the kids' mindset. And um, so we did like gratitude, appreciation, compliments, and also like random acts of kindness towards each other. And I really tried to apply things what I did for myself. And mm -hmm. it helped me. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I can help the kids too. Mm -hmm. And um, then really slowly but surely I saw progress and I saw that they transformed and they were like more kind and also respectful and also with themselves and yeah so I, I tried without even noticing like kind of a mindfulness um, I tried to 
to coach or teach mindfulness in classes. And, and then I also came across like the yoga because I was reading a lot about yoga, that it's so helpful for the body, mind and soul, that, that you are more aligned with yourself. And I was thinking that's also so crucial and important for kids. And I started to yoga with the kids in the morning. And even though I didn't even know yoga, but because back then I didn't do yoga frequently as I do now, but I knew that it's helpful. So I started doing yoga with the kids, <laughs> and, um, just like some small asanas and like the sun salutation and things like that. And they enjoyed it. And um, then slowly but surely I figured out what what my heart and where my journey is going to go. So um, like my huge vision always was like, oh, I would love to change the school system because I had an interference with my own values. I couldn't stand behind the school system anymore. And I'm a teacher and I should teach the kids um, how to behave in, in society and to fit in society in this box. But um, actually my heart and my values want them to become like the most beautiful butterflies and the most like um, independent person and um, like to fully achieve all their highest potentials. Yeah. So I always was thinking, okay, I have to do something, but I, I don't know what. I, I really don't know what. So I was like really unhappy with teaching so that I was thinking last year 2019 before summer i quit i finished these classes with these uh, kids like with the dis difficult kids i had and then i was thinking okay selena you need now time for yourself to first of all get to know yourself better and secondly to to listen to what you really want in life so i was listening and to my heart and just quit without knowing what's going next Wow. Um, yes, that was a risk, yeah. but I had to do it. But how, how did you know that that was what you had to do? Because I was just not happy anymore. I was like, okay, I have like two options. Either I continue teaching as a teacher in a normal, regular public school. And I always have this interference with school mm -hmm. and the school system because Uh, mindfulness and all these spiritual practices and things is not part of the curriculum. So I was like, okay, either I do things I don't want to, or I say no to others, but yes to myself and just leave things behind and trust life mm. and universe. I think that's amazing. And I, And I said yes to myself mm -hmm. and no to what others want me to do because the school, they want me to teach that. They want me to follow the curriculum and their guidance, right? Yeah. I'm not that free as a teacher that I can do whatever I want. I can't create my own school system. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then the next door opened <laughs> and mm. the next door is Cape Town. <laughs> Oh, I miss it so much. I'm so, so jealous that you're still there because oh, it's the best, the best city ever. It's the best decision ever. Yeah. I mean, okay, that was, that's another story. So, yes, yeah, so Cape Town. Yeah, so I did other things in between and I went to Berlin and other cities. And then in October, 
2019, I went to Cape Town and I was r recently in Cape Town before that in April because a friend told me, oh, you have to go to Cape Town, it's so cool, so beautiful, you will love it. And there I had, I met one guy and he introduced me to the model scenery and he had um, a model agency and he saw me and so he wanted me to come back to Cape Town because of modeling and that's why I, I made this um, decision to come back in October for modeling season and just started to something new. And yes, here I started something new, totally out of my comfort. I mean, I've never modeled before and I'm 29 and usually people say, oh, you're too old, you're too old, you shouldn't do that. But you're never too old to try something new, no matter what, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. You're 50 and you want to start a new business, do it. There's no time limit. So the only limit is you. Mm. And yeah, so in Cape Town, I met so many people beautiful people, like so inspiring people and like-minded people. It's totally my vibe. And there I also met you and yeah. um, it was so amazing. And you so inspired me so much because you just started with your podcast back then. Yeah. And I was brainstorming how I can put, bring out all my 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 knowledge and what i want to share yeah. yes and so now in, K in cape town and here's so much going on i mean not only the business and uh, the modeling thing but also like my own business what i want to create in life now and as you maybe now feel that's like something to do with kids with um mindfulness and in general like what I want to spread and what I want to share with the world is like to encourage people to go on this journey. Because for me, it feels like a butterfly journey. And I remember, Nicole, remember the day where we were like looking for a name yeah. for my podcast? You helped me. You were the person who said, no, let's do this. Let's take that. <laughs> and um, since then, I am so clinging, clinging on this butterfly journey it's like but i really picture this like we are like kind of in a cocoon as caterpillar we grow and we're in this box and limited with limited beliefs and things but when you can crack this caterpillar then you can crack this co cocoon then you start to bloom and you start to become a beautiful butterfly and i can say for myself when I compare myself now and with two years ago, I really experienced exactly this journey of a butterfly. And I feel now that I have these wings. And I mean, the, the wings, they can grow even more and more and more and become more colorful and beautiful. There's still a lot to go, but I feel that I did this transition and this transformation and, um, yeah, so and I want as many people as possible to to go on this journey and I want to encourage them, to inspire them, to guide them, to coach them, to help and assist and that as many butterflies as possible around the world mm. and um, 
spreading their lights and not only for adults but also for kids i want every every kid to become the most incredible unique butterfly mm. and for me if i can fulfill this if i can achieve this i mean that's highest fulfillment for me and yes that's actually what i want and i started now as you said um, IGT videos here in cape town because of quarantine <laughs> and i was thinking okay let's spread some good vibes and like, some positivity and so i slowly but surely started to spread a little bit of my learnings lessons my journey um next thing what i want to do is i already started to become a kid's life coach i didn't tell you yet no just amazing because i didn't find anything in europe but here in cape town the founder of kids life coach is from cape town and i had contact with her and now i can actually act out all the things i want for the kids and to support them to 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 become beautiful butterflies you know but that is super nice whenever i think of you i just have to remember how courageous you were by just leaving everything behind in switzerland and just starting kind of like a completely new life and i think there are so many people that maybe are unhappy in their situation and they want to change something but they just don't know how so what would you what would be your main tips for that? I mean I can understand many people are like attached attached to security, safety and certain things in their environment and lives. If you want to change something, you have to do something different because if you always do what you've always done, you will always be what you've always been. And um for me also this quote was like really helpful because I knew I have to change something. If I stay at the same, if I do always the same, I will, I want to change. And so what, what really helped me was like listening deeply to my heart and my soul and trust, trust is something incredible, like trust yourself and life. Yes. Sometimes you have to dare something and take risks in life because if you not do it, you won't be able to see if there is another door opening. So I think change is important, trust and listening, like deeply listen to your intuition because your intuition is always right. And don't think with your mind and listen with your mind because the mind is no 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 it's not telling you what you really want so really try take time for yourself go with nature connect reconnect with nature and don't distract yourself all the time with maybe social media and what other people have and compare yourself and so really take time for yourself spend time with yourself now is the time so that's, that's it and just listen and have faith trust trust what your intuition is telling you mm. and acting act it out then that's mm. the other one yeah yeah i think that's the most important one and just really also getting into this do mode kind of right because you can just you can yes. read so much on mindfulness and on spirituality and all yes. these things but as long oh, as you don't okay. do these things 
Exactly. And there I am at the moment. I was like, I mean, I was two years. I did all the things and reading and listening to it and following coaches and doing coaches and all this mindfulness thing. But now I want to to take actions for all the things I've learned and I want to spread it, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, you can learn and consume forever, mm -hmm. but... Um, if you want to create, you have to be active and yeah. do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also this thing about, I can already feel it now from talking to you, how it gives me so much energy and so much new, like, oh, things I want to do. And that's just, and it, that just shows how important it is. I keep saying that. I think it's become my, my common sentence of saying it's so important of who you surround yourself with. Yes. who you spend time with and yeah yes that's just a that game actually changer. changed my life yeah because i was surrounding myself with the same type of people yeah and then as soon as i left my comfort zone and tried something new a change what wow, everything new happened and so many blessings and yeah. it, i can't put it into words how valuable all these experiences are and I just feel so blissful and grateful mm. and I'm so happy really mm. happy and do yes. you what what do you um do on a constant base to maintain that because I feel like it takes constant practice of course yeah you, sh you, you can't like lose track I, I mm. mean and you can't do any not do anything anymore suddenly yeah. you think oh now I, I i can do it i can handle it and now i can lay back it's like continuous practice of course because it's like a nutrition like food you also have to to eat every day and drink every day it's something that you just practice every day and um it has to become your routine and part of your life um i always also change my routines after a while but i never just leave them behind and don't do anything anymore so i for example what i do is um i practice yoga frequently of course i do meditation every day i practice gratitude but super important. I do journaling and self-reflection. I read a lot every day. I just keep my mind, my brain alive. Mm. <laughs> and my body, I keep fit and active with yoga and exercises. And yes, I'm still working on my flexibility, mm. for example. But there, there are so many nice tools you can use. and. And I think the consistency is what makes it all at the yeah. end. I so agree. Yeah. Can you maybe share one of your most favorite tools to kind of like stay in line with your goals and with your vision and feeling most yourself? I just, every morning when I wake up, I... I First, I do a meditation and then I write down things. So I write down first my intentions, like intentions of the day, intentions in general. And secondly, gratitude, what I'm truly grateful for. And I, I not only say what I'm grateful for, but also why I'm grateful for it. And with intentions, 
that's so powerful because I started doing it small and um, small like I intend to really silly things to to see that I'm actually the creator of my life so I intend to receive a compliment for example mm. or I intend to have a beautiful day and or I intend to see a black cat really silly things but what happened is in my mind I actually created that. So the day or the following day, I saw this black cat mm. or I received compliments or um, I had a super happy day. And with intention setting, it's so powerful because you are the creator of your little universe and, and of your life. And if you intend something, it has to happen. And I, I really started to to do this with um, small silly things in the beginning and they happened mm -hmm. <laughs> and now I'm doing bigger like really like for my wishes and my goals what I really intend and also gratitude I'm not only grateful for things now like what I have but also I step already in this gratefulness of having it already oh i love yeah. the whole topic of manifestation i love it so much oh, <laughs> but i think this thing of stepping into this gratefulness of uh, what you not don't have already but what you like desire to have and being mm -hmm. grateful for that i think that's so tough it's tough yeah but you learn it it's like a language or like riding a bike it's just something you have to learn mm. and practice practice mm. and to be consistent and then suddenly you see uh, it's happening and for me at the moment everything tuck, 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 is happening it's oh, so crazy i really so good. I, i start to become a manifestation machine yeah. <laughs> amazing give me some of that <laughs> No, it's amazing. So that's yeah. why I won't skip this this um, routine. And in the evening, I do appreciation list. It's also important. Like, what did I appreciate of the day most? Mm. What are the the key ten things that I appreciated? For example, today of my list is I appreciate the interview with Nicole. Oh, <laughs> that's super nice. And what would you say was especially now during the last two years, your really biggest realization? Oh, there's so many. I mean, oh, okay, something really good. I realized that acceptance and surrender so important because in our outside world, sometimes there are things happening, the world is going crazy or there's turmoil and um, like crazy situation as at the moment, like with this Corona thing, like the whole world collapses maybe or whatever, or your relationship or there are so many things in the outside happening, right? That affect us. Yeah. But with acceptance and surrender, you overcome all anxieties and fear because the outside you have to To, to see that the outside, you can't change the outside. So what you can change is the inside, your inside, how you perceive world, how you feel, 
your emotions, your habits, your behavior, all the things is internally and you can change that. But what's happening in the outside, you only can accept and surrender. And for me, that was I, so many times in my life I faced this situation. Um, with my exams, for example, now with Corona, there's so many things from the outside. It's just happening. It's happening. But what I could change is my perspective towards the thing and my emotion, my, my feelings and my behavior that I could control. And I think if you understand this, you rule life because nothing is, you can't lose yourself you can't lose your self-control because you control then the outside yeah that's it that's it actually yeah that's <laughs> i mean that's a big uh, one but yeah big life lessons i think if you're able to adapt this and to to live it your life is gonna be amazing mm -hmm. so beautiful i think that were beautiful words for the end and oh. it was so so nice talking to you i i think we have to re uh, record a second episode soon <laughs> because yeah. i feel like there's so much more to talk about <laughs> so yeah we should plan that for the future thank you so much lena and thank um, you. i look forward to talking to you soon and thank you thank you very much for love <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening and oh, I just love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for everyone who has been listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Of course, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me or to Selena. And also don't forget to visit her Instagram. And watch her IGTV uh, videos. They are really so, so good. I love them. And yeah, take care of yourself. And oh yeah, of course, <laughs> rate my podcast or write a review or recommend it to anyone you think might be interested in it as well. And of course, subscribe. And yeah, that would mean the world to me. So thank you so much for your support and also for all the lovely messages I keep receiving. I send you so, so, so much love and enjoy the rest of your day or your evening. Namaste. Namaste.